This is the Student Leadership News Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Student Leadership News Podcast, where we discuss the news that is happening within schools and everything to do with student leadership. My name is Andy, and with me is Caleb. Caleb, how are you going? Very well, very excited. Uh, I was in the shops yesterday and it was the first time that I'd noticed Christmas trees and Christmas decorations everywhere. It is It shops. is that time of year. Christmas is yep. coming around. I, I, I find yep. it interesting that you only just noticed it though. Well, I mean, it caught me probably because Michael Bublé, it's a wonderful time, you know, it's oh. a, you know, the most wonderful time of the year. That was playing and I kind of looked at my watch, which has the date on it, and I was like, wow, we are at least a week shy of December here, people. This yep. is... This is game stuff, but you know I'm into it. The, I'm I'm all for the festivities. How how do you feel about it coming out before December? Uh, yeah, look, I am a big first uh, of December. Christmas kicks in, but I have noticed that you know there are uh, decorations going up in the shops. There's Christmas trees going up. The streets are starting to get lined with uh, all the Christmas decorations. But you put it, you oh, hit the nail great. on, you hit the nail on the head. As soon as the buble comes out, you know yeah. that uh, Christmas is happening. He, he is the sound of Christmas, isn't he? Uh, uh, yeah, it's become iconic over the years. You cannot avoid it. Um, I, I bring up Christmas, actually, not just for the sake of, uh, you know, a bit of festivity, but we're actually going to come back to that later on. I got a Christmas idea coming in from the student leadership stories, but more on that later on. Nice. Uh, I was, I first, was thinking all, uh, this is not the, yeah. the Christmas um, uh, <laughs> podcast. This is we talk about uh, student leadership. Um, yeah, and but, but that is worth saying, actually, because I think we should come back to that. Like, there's probably another podcast in... Uh, for you and I to hang out in at least before the end of the year, maybe maybe two. So yep. we should think about an official Christmas podcast. A Christmas special. <laughs> a Christmas special. This is just a warm-up, people. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I look forward to that. We should definitely do a, a Christmas special. But this is the alternate week of the podcast. Um, every other week we do a podcast on fundraising ideas. So if you're looking for ideas of how you can uh, do some creative fundraising at your school, um, then every other week, um, if you want to click back on the uh, listings of the of the podcast, uh, you'll be able to find some great ideas there. But Caleb, you and I, we talk about great things that student leaders have got up to. But we do like to yep. uh, start off with a, a little game where we try and test each other out and see if we know um, certain leaders. Yep. Absolutely. And uh, last time you tested me. I did. Um, the names escaped me again. You had a musical genius of, a, of an entry. Yep. Um, yep. Mary Poppins. So it's, it's Mary, Mary Poppins, Sound of Music Lady, um, yep. as I know her. Uh, and then, uh, then before that, Richie McCaw. And when, it, when we did the Richie McCaw one, I actually gave you a bit of a hint. You did. You, you did. crushed it. You you crushed it as a result. So no hint today. Oh, I get straight into. Uh, but I appreciate some hints. Hint. Yeah, no, no hints today except the official game regulation ones. It's just not fair. So if you haven't played with us before, guess the leader. The way this works is I'm about to read out a series of facts about a leader. Um, Andy's going to listen to them one at a time, and he's going to jump in, buzz in if you like, um, when he thinks he knows who it is, and try and guess who the leader I'm talking about is. Now the key here is you only have one guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't buzz in until you're you're fairly certain, Andy, of course. And at home, uh, you, a bit of an honesty system here. We suggested that you tell a stranger or whoever's sitting next to yeah, you. Yeah, lots of people went um, up and uh, 
1.5 social distancing, went up to a stranger and said, I know the answer. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, Julie Andrews. Right. Yeah, that's right. So feel free to do that again today um, with, with this this next round of Guess the Leader. Um, it won't be Julie Andrews. There's your, there's your pregame hint. Okay, okay. Good, good. Um, okay, well, I'm ready. And hopefully those who are listening are ready as well. You're gonna, going to give the clues and we'll see if yep. I can get it before the final clue. And we'll see yep. how we go. Okay, here we go. Born uh, the third of seven children uh, on a farm in Beach Forest in southwestern Victoria. Okay, so they're three of seven. Um, yeah. Victorian. Um, yeah. Did you give me a year then? And I didn't give you a year. I was going to say I'll give you the year as well. Okay. Uh, ni- 1922. 1922, okay. Yeah. yeah, were you around then? Um, I was not even thought of. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, and other key thing there, I don't think you recited that. A farm. A farm. Um, so the farmer. That's your other hint. Yeah, so born born on a farm. Well, whether they were born on the farm, that I can't confirm. But nonetheless, their family lived on a farm when they were born. Almost a uh, hunch. Almost farm. a hunch. I wonder if they're still alive. Yeah. Actually, good point. Almost, almost a hundred years celebration of this of this leader. Uh, family farm was approximately two thousand acres in size, with approximately two thousand sheep. Jeez, that's not bad. A sheep per acre. Um, and actually, I'm not going to give you that hint yet. Oh, I'm not going to give you that hint yet. I almost read out one that would have been too soon. Okay. Uh, I'd just like to point out. I'd just like to point out right now. I have no okay. idea. Okay, okay, great. Zero idea. Um, if people uh, listening have an idea, tell a stranger. Yeah, you're doing very well. Keep yourself accountable, though. Uh, this person was a vegetarian. Okay. Um, and vegetarian in the year from... 2000, a, f- a sheep farm. They were a sheep farming vegetarian. A sheep farming vegetarian from regional Victoria. I'm not giving you a lot to work with yet, am I? This no. is where it's about to get interesting. In 2000, yep. this person achieved a world age record... In a six-day race in Victoria. Six-day race. Don't know what kind of race, do we? No, I haven't told you. Six-day race. I'll, I'll give you another one to do with racing. In 1997, at the age of 75, this person made an attempt to beat the record for running around Australia, 16,000 kilometres but had to pull out because their only crew member fell ill. That's that. We're getting a little bit more specific here for you now. Only crew member? Yeah. Okay, so a boat, maybe. No, okay, I'll, I'll give it to you. Foot race. We're talking about a foot race. A foot record running around Australia was the record they were going for in 1997. 1997, and they were like 80. Mm-hmm. I'll give you another one. This person is well known for winning one of Australia's most well-known ultramarathons, the Westfield Sydney to Melbourne Ultramarathon. Yeah, I, look, I still have zero idea. <laughs> I feel like this this uh, this leader is probably more up your alley, but I'm happy to keep playing. <laughs> okay, I'll give you a few more. I'll give you a few more good ones. Hands this up, person- hands up if you've done an ultramarathon before. Ah, not me. (laughs) This person is well known for two things. First of all, the young shuffle and also for training in gumboots. 
There's two big hints. Okay, okay. I know who it is. Okay, tell me. But my facts were... I thought it might have been this person a little while ago. Okay. Not a little while ago. When you said the six-day race and whatever. Oh, that's good. That's good. I thought you might have only known it after I gave you the young shuffle. If you were onto it before But that, if it's the good. person that I'm thinking of, I thought he was a potato farmer. Um, oh, you're right, actually. I've thrown you off because I talked about sheep. That was his family. So this person was a potato farmer later in life. <laughs> so, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Didn't, needed, needed to make a distinction between farms. Look at in, Andy. What's well, the no, name of this grew person? Up. You, didn't, you, you did say grew up on a farm. You didn't say yeah, his sorry, farm was later. You didn't like say whatever. <laughs> um, I'm going to lock in Cliffy Young. Well done, Cliff Young. The uh, the gumboot runner, the known the hair and the torso, known famously for uh, for that run that he did. He was racing against other famous competitors, like well known world athletes. No one gave him a shot um, from Sydney to Melbourne, and everyone else had a plan to run all day and have six hours sleep, then get up and keep going the next day. Cliffy Young, well known because he just shuffled his way through doing that Young shuffle. Uh, got the win. Yeah, that's right. Because he used to tra- train on his farm. He'd run out from the homestead, go out and fix the yeah. fences and like spend 20 yeah. minutes, have a sleep, then run back and, and would just keep running that's and right. running. Um, yeah. And uh, he, yeah, as you said, didn't know he was allowed to have a sleep. So he was like, oh, yeah. I, I, I kind of need 20 minutes. So I'm going to have a 20 minute sleep and just ran past yep. everyone in the, uh, <laughs> in the night. There you go. Clearly young. What <laughs> a legend. Right. Two things you might not know about Cliffy Young that made him a candidate for uh, for our leader today. Off the back of Ag Day. Did you know it was Agriculture Day a few days ago? That's what gave me the idea okay. uh, for, for this one. National Agriculture Day. So I thought, oh, who's a famous farmer I can think of? And that came to mind. Uh, Cliffy nice. Young also, that, that run around Australia I mentioned, he did that in order to try and raise funds for homeless children in Australia. Um, so cool, cool story there about something Cliff was pretty excited about. And as well as that, I loved this. When he got to the end of the race and was given the prize money, he said, well, everyone else who's finished the race has worked just as hard as me, even yeah. though I was the first one across the finish line. So I reckon let's just divide up the money equally between us. <laughs> what a legend. What a legend. And it's just going to show using your skill, using your talent for the benefit of others, something that we can all learn from as well. Love it. Well, let's uh, right. move on to talking about uh, some of the... Things that we've heard and read about in the student leadership news world. Three, two, one. Top three. Okay, here we go. Top three stories from the last two weeks of student leadership news. You've got number one, Andy. I do have number one. Now, Caleb, according to Lily from uh, Bendigo East, it's a a technology school. Um, 1.3 million Australians are experiencing depression or a depressive uh, disorder. And she thought, you know what, there, there's young people and there's elderly people who share a common challenge, uh, particularly in Victoria. Uh, yeah. At the moment, they've gone through huge lockdowns and COVID-19 restrictions. They have these common challenges yeah. of feeling bored, stressed, isolated, um, and they're experiencing this prolonged uncertainty for the COVID-19 restrictions. And so what is the solution, I hear you asked, for this issue? Uh-huh. This yeah, what, what do we do? What do we do about it? Project Plant. 
What? Hang on. Where did plants come into this? Project plants. We've got potato farming, sheep farming, and now we're talking about plants. Yep, yep. <laughs> so as, as part of the uh, Young Change Agents Design Challenge, uh, a number of yep. schools and students were given a challenge, uh, particularly to do with the COVID-19 restrictions and uh, pandemic, and they had to come up with, okay, what is the problem and what is the solution that you are going to uh, come up with? And Lily from Bendigo East, the Bendigo Tech School. Um, she came up with this idea called Prant, uh, Project Plant, which um, is a uh, gardening subscription service that huh. um, when you sign up, you get a little planter box and that gets sent out to you and it comes with an app that goes with it. And the whole idea is to connect with local virtual gardening groups. Um, wow okay so, so there you go solving yeah. loneliness through this app the common passion of plants yeah and, so, uh, and so gardening. you know uh, i know uh, for myself i'm not really a uh, green thumb as the okay as the uh, um, phrase goes so i'm not that into gardening but if uh, i was isolated and wanted to do something and there were other people particularly of different generations who were into gardening, then it helps to bring that social connection as well. And so the app uh, gives customers guidance about what they should be doing with their plant. Um, it keeps them learning and motivating and interacting with other people as well. Um, so everyone has like <laughs> this little plant that they've got given. And it's like, how's your plant going? Okay, have you done this? Have you tried that? So it doesn't take all day, but it does keep the um, interaction interaction going, which um, helps to, you know... Uh, limit that isolation and in turn yeah. the uh, mental health side of uh, being isolated. And in fact, as part oh, of that cool. challenge, Lily got uh, the first place. So she was the first place winner uh, with this idea and this solution that she came up with. Love that. You can subscribe to your favorite TV shows, your favorite music, and now you can also subscribe to your favorite plant service. That's cool. Thank uh, you for that idea. Uh, <laughs> project um, plant. Project plant. Cool. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump over to Mercedes College. Shout out to the year 12 students there for idea number two. This is really cool, right? So there's this uh, organization called Operation Sunshine Western Australia. Yep. Um, so we're over in WA for this one. And the students um, heard about what these guys were doing. And they heard about the need of children who arrive in, you know, foster care or out-of-home care type situations. And often they end up arriving with nothing but the clothes that they are wearing. So they've got no, no school equipment, um, no toys, yeah. um, you know, not even a change of clothes for being able to go f play in the park or whatever. Um, so these students heard about the, this, this need and what this, um, this organization was trying to do. And they've come up with this idea where they all bring in a backpack and they fill it with things that these children would need. It's a really practical thing. So not just kind of fun things like uh, teddy bears or things like that, but actually really helpful things that are going a long way to being able to help these kids feel um, settled in their new living conditions. And I love that, that uh, these students... There's a photo. You can check it out up on the, uh, on the website. It looks fantastic because you see the photo and you're like, hang on, why do they have so many backpacks? I only took one backpack to school. Why do they have... Well, the reason is they've, uh, they've filled those backpacks um, with these items and the backpacks are going to go directly to children who need them. There's some uh, cool backpacks that are kind of pink and purpley, which are you know, specially made for, for girls to receive. And then there's... Uh, I'm, assu I'm assuming the ones with sharks on them. <laughs> maybe not. 
Um, so, th- you know, thinking of co- covering a lot of bases there and a really fun way to be able to contribute to a very meaningful cause. So well done to those students. And, and as you said, College. like just practical things that, uh, that the students need, you know, your toiletries, there's uh, toothbrush, toothpaste. I know when, when we travel, you know, and you go around, you open up your uh, suitcase. I know it's a different si- situation, yep. but, uh, you know, one of the first things you want is like, did I pack my toothbrush? Oh my goodness, the amount of times I've had that exact thought and the heart sinking feeling of, oh no, I think I left it at, at that other place. Yeah, where is it? And then you kind of go in, oh phew, I can clean my teeth because nothing worse than like furry teeth as you're going to bed and then wake up in the morning yeah. and you're like, does my breath stink? And the whole day you're kind of just like going. <sighs> That's right. That's right. I'm going to remember that. Often you get chocolates for a friend if you want to get them a gift. Next time I'm just going to buy you a toothbrush instead. So toothbrush. Something that makes your teeth and chocolate maybe. No. <laughs> Chocolate coated toothpaste. That could be fun. We're onto something here. No, uh, that's number two. Well done to the students from Mercedes College for that one. Absolutely. Uh, number three, our top three of the week. Um, just recently, Caleb, we um, have celebrated NADOC week. And, yeah, uh, we talked about it last time. We did. And students throughout the whole country have been doing uh, items and elements of um, you know, thinking back to the traditional owners of the land celebrating NADOC week. Um, and the theme for this year was always was and always will be. And nice. um, San Clement High School, they decided that they wanted to do something and they wanted all the students in their school to um, obviously learn about NADOC week and learn about the theme of always was and always will be. And that was the conversation starter. And they decided that they were going to do a traditional dance. They'd get dressed up um, and they would teach the students uh, a traditional dance and they would try and get people to participate. But then as they were planning this and thinking this out, they thought, oh, you know what? I don't know. Some people might feel a little bit uncomfortable with just getting up right. and, and straight away getting straight into the dance. So they also decided... Let me decided, ask, would you be the dance? Would you be the dancing student if, if you'd been asked to get up there and do that? Would you have felt comfortable with that? Um, look, I don't mind a boogie, um, but I, <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't say I'm very good at it, but if someone, okay. if someone's teaching me a dance, I'm really happy to learn it. So, um, okay. any, any different style, any different theme. So if we've got a, a NADOC theme dance, then yeah, I mean, I want to learn that. Yeah. I want to be as able to As long as it. someone's teaching. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you would someone... be on that, but the, po- the point remains, not everyone would be, would be keen to jump in on that. Correct. And so these students not only had that, but they decided to have a um, two-pronged attack to NADOC week. And they created this collaborative artwork where students, so two different creative methods that people could get involved in. Um, and, you know, one of the teachers said some students took part in the dance because they were comfortable with doing that, while others uh, didn't feel comfortable getting up in front of people. Um, so they'd get involved in some of the artwork. So it just was an opportunity um, to have a two-pronged attack where um, people can get involved and really learn and, and have that focus on um, always was, always will be to celebrate NADOC week. Great stuff right there. I love that. Making sure everyone feels comfortable getting involved, whether you like a boogie or not. Uh, <laughs> wonderful stuff coming out of NADOG Week right there. Thank you, San Clement High School, for that idea. Uh, that rounds out our top three, Andy, but it's time for us to jump into our best leadership tip. BLT, best leadership tip. Yes, yeah, the best leadership tip where we think about uh, for the week or the fortnight, 
Caleb, what is our best leadership tip? And always we like to link it to a student leadership news story. And we mentioned Christmas at the start of this podcast. Does that relate to our right. best leadership tip? That's right. I, uh, I brought it up early in the podcast, not just because I'm excited about the fact Michael Buble was playing in the local shops, but because uh, I was very much inspired by this particular story, which I wanted to share, which also inspired our BLT for the week. Shout out to St. Peter's Lutheran College in Queensland. Uh, so just before I introduce what they have been up to, I'll introduce what I've called uh, today's BLT. It's get in on the reason for the season. Oh, uh, that sounds very, very Christmassy, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? And if it rhymes, it must be true. Also, that's a leadership tip right there. No, don't take that. But anyways, <laughs> uh, it applies to more than just Christmas, right? If there's something significant going on, jump in on that, right? As yeah. a student leader, that's a great way to get involved with something and get some momentum behind a project. So That's right. It doesn't I'm just have to be Christmas, doesn't it? Like the reason for the season, no. it could be birthday season, could be um, formal season, birthday, could be... Birthday season. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know when you know, like, you know, lots of people have cool. birthdays in, you know, July to September. October's a big one for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Whatever the reason for the season is, jump in on it, grab the momentum. And it's, it's, you know, it's a chance that you don't have to come up with it from scratch. There's often resources and there's ideas that you can grab that people are already getting involved with. Um, So speaking of St. Peter's Lutheran College and a little bit of Christmas spirit, uh, these guys have gotten involved with a program that they've called Kids in Crisis Christmas Appeal. Okay. Uh, And right across the junior and high school, um, we're talking kindy or prep right through to grade 12 here, they have worked together to collect nearly 250 presents um, that are going to go out throughout December. Um, Obviously, right? There, it would be one thing to try and do this in like, you know, March or April. Hey, we're going to collect gifts to, to hand out to kids. Yeah. Right? Good, good idea. Great, great idea. But because it's Christmas and Michael Buble is playing in the local shops <laughs> and the decorations have come out, people, people hear about this thing. Kids in crisis and people are like, oh, Christmas, we can get involved with that. Christmas is, you know, yeah. just immediately there's excitement, there's energy, there's momentum. Uh, so like you said, birthday season, um, sports season, whatever kind of season you want to recognize. It's Christmas season right now. There's, there's a big hint coming in to uh, wrap up term four. Think about how you can jump in on the momentum of whatever is going on in the season. Yeah, that's exactly right. And they're, you know, people are, they, they're excited about certain seasons and certain elements and, you know, people are, are, are ready, particularly at Christmas time. Like, do you know what? Yeah, I love the fact that I get to, um, have presents, that I spend time with family. Oh, do you know what? Some kids are in crisis. Some people don't. What can I do to brighten up their Christmas? Um, and so that's the reason for that season. But it, as you said, it doesn't have to be Christmas. Um, you can think, you know, what what is happening right now and what is going on and, and, and in our world, in our community, and how can we jump on board the season, the things that are happening, um, just to, to really, as you said, get that momentum starter. Yep, yep. Great stuff right there. Good BLT and uh, get keen for Christmas, people. It's coming, ready or not. December will be here by the time you and I hang out again. So even the Grinches will be on board by that time. 
Are you, are you, uh, are you, say, are you saying that I'm a Grinch? Is that, is that a slight dig hey. at me? Backhanded dig this way because I wasn't ready because it's not December. I had eye contact, but I didn't say explicitly that I thought you were a Grinch or anything like that. I was the one who actually said I usually wait till December, so you could throw it back at me. I'm just backing up from this as fast as I can. But anyways, <laughs> thanks for going through those with me, Andy. There's some, uh, there's some good ideas there and a, and a good BLT to finish as well. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, that concludes our um, Student Leadership News podcast for this week. Um, As always, we love to hear from students, uh, particularly if they're doing great things in schools. We want to share the news. Um, Please feel free to submit your stories, studentleadership.news. Check out the website for um, all the stories, latest uh, updates, and we can get your stories up there as well. It's been a pleasure talking to you, Caleb. And I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Thanks for listening to the Student Leadership News Podcast. Interact with us on social media and follow the news online at studentleadership.news.